0: Hello everybody, today talking about my experience becoming hypersensitive, um, which is a a story that took place uh, over about seven years where I decided to quite intentionally tear open my vulnerability, my empathic sensitivity, and just really, really kind of Turn towards my feelings as much as I could, in the same way that you or I could also decide to numb and check out and disconnect from our feelings and our sensitivity and our empathic perceptions. Um, Yeah, I just went really hard down the path of facing my feelings, exploring my sensitivity, um, exploring my empathic perceptions of other people, and it was a very interesting exploration. There was some really beautiful, positive things and some kind of damaging things, I guess, lessons learned in retrospect. I guess the beautiful things that happened were I became, like you would expect, very aware of my emotions over time, Um, And I also became very aware of my empathic perceptions of what was going on in other people. I learned to yeah, get get to know myself, and I learned how to read my feelings and develop a closer relationship with them, as painful as it could be at times. And I also became quite tuned in to what was going on around me with other people, which could also be kind of painful at times, because we're all very complex and there's a lot of stuff going on in us. So when I chose to like completely tear myself open and dive into that, there was a lot of intense stuff to face. And yeah, there was like a period where it was normal for me to spend hours a day just sitting alone with my feelings, just intending to just Kind of embrace all of the feelings that I thought I had buried up until then in my life, and it was pretty intense it was really intense and <laughs> maybe too intense i i was I had a kind of zealotry to my process, I guess there was an extremeness to it, but there there was something beautiful about that because I did get to really know my feelings in a deep way um I suppose in a nutshell the one of the big lessons I learned and one of the things that ended up being kind of harmful over time the more I did this and the the further I went down the rabbit hole of like really opening up my sensitivity and my vulnerability and these empathic perceptions of others um it started to become almost debilitating because I was so sensitive, I was fragile. I was so, like an example would be I might just have an what would have norm what would have previously been a very normal interaction with somebody who is carrying a lot of unresolved anxiety or rage. And they were wearing a mask, a facade, and they were maybe a little bit controlling and manipulative because they wanted to cover up the tracks of what was really going on inside. And those types of really normal human interactions, um, they can have such a charge energetically that I would just get so affected by because my sensitivity and my vulnerability, I had just been like tearing it open so perhaps i had quite bad boundaries cuz i was just like well i'm just wanting to feel everything and um and i sometimes i would just end up feeling way too much uh, but i think what was really maybe more than feeling too much um i think that i started reacting to the feelings a lot in a way that was um Overreactionary, often, 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 and an example of this would be: I might just have like a, a negative feeling, a fear, a kind of sense of anxiety, and then again, I would have this thought process, or I had kind of trained myself to be like, okay, here's a feeling, I'm gonna face this feeling. That's what I do. I and so I just go into it, and it just blossoms. Because when we focus on a feeling, sometimes it gets bigger. When we fixate on it, it just, especially like a fear or a negative feeling, it's like those things love attention and <laughs> and they can blossom and the the voice gets louder and and so that's often what would happen um, is I would fixate on certain feelings and kind of over end up doing this overreaction dance with them when it would probably have been wiser to just be like oh there's that feeling and let it pass like a breeze instead of fixating on it and trying to understand it and solve something about it and having this big reaction to it um and so the debilitating thing was that i just started not only being sensitive to my feelings so much and what was going on in my environment uh, empathically um i started reacting to it all in uh in overzealous way i would react to my own feelings really intensely and i would react to what was going on in other people really intensely if they had a really strong energy that was kind of triggering I w- it would just be this explosion that could floor me. Sometimes for days, I would just be quite affected by just a passing interaction with somebody where maybe they were a bit condescending or there was something that went unsaid, but I could feel it so strong and it just had this deep uh, residual effect. And I guess, I, I think earlier I used the word reckless to describe me opening up my vulnerability and my sensitivity. I guess if there was a reckless aspect to it, it might have just been that there was some wisdom that I hadn't yet gleaned um, about how much to fixate on certain feelings and how much to tear open your sensitivity in certain environments. And I wouldn't say that I'm a master of it now either, but those years of really studying my emotions and my sensitivity and my vulnerability, um, they were really beautiful. And I'm very grateful for having gone into that so deeply, because now I have a relationship with these parts of myself. But for the past several years, I've kind of, if that was leaning into the direction of just like opening up the sensitivity gratuitously, I have, I guess, felt a natural pull back um, into what might be a kind of balance, Um, the kind of stoicism that I embraced more when I was younger of like containing my emotions. And um, that is something that I have realized can be very wonderful, and, and kind of necessary because I became so hypersensitive that I was fragile and I was overreacting to everything and my nervous system was getting worn down because I wasn't having proper boundaries and I wasn't containing certain feelings and responses and uh, yeah, I was just letting myself be indulgent in the level of reactivity that I was having to things going on around me and inside of me. And so the medicine that I have been um, needing for the past several years is more stoicism, more um, uh, learning again how to contain my feelings and not repress them but find some integration of these, these two extremes um, or, not even extremes, just like two polarities maybe the stoic containment and the sensitivity and vulnerability and emp- empathic receptivity. Um, yeah, learning how to integrate those two things has been a really, really beautiful thing um, because, well, containing certain feelings and developing. Yeah, that ability to kind of like, like stay connected to my own grounded sense of self. Um, Oh, it's so vital. And I got sloppy with that, I think. And it made it so that me opening up to everything inside of me and around me, I just, I wasn't grounded enough in my own sense of stability in order to endure that. And I surrounded myself with people who, and things that didn't necessarily help me be grounded and calm. And now I have these daily rituals. I connect to nature pretty deeply every day for a good chunk of time, and it's a beautiful grounding ritual. And um yeah, I try to surround myself with People and things that help me maintain a certain sense of connection to something that's stable, grounded, and I still get—you know—I still get thrown off. I still get sometimes just totally floored by certain um, things like grief and loss, and there's just things that happen in life that are, you know, intense. But, during that period of my life, when I had like really opened up this hypersensitivity, it kind of felt like everything was like a big deal. You know it felt like I was reacting in a crisis way to a lot of things that did not warrant that kind of reaction and There's certain things that do, but it's really important in life. I think it's kind of a cliche. Um, and for good reason, it's really important to be selective about the things you care about. And there are some very sacred things that are worth caring about very deeply in life. And everything else is like, you got to hold it lightly. And it's, um, there's probably no perfect equation of what those things are, but it's an important um, equation to keep in mind when we have our daily opportunities to freak out. And yeah, I'm still guilty of freaking out all the time, but it certainly was more when I had just gratuitously kind of leaned in that direction of uh, opening up my sensitivity. But it was a beautiful thing, and now coming back to find some balance and integrate some of the things I learned there, um, yeah, it's, it's such a gift um but yeah it it is really important to have that balance to to learn emotional containment to stay grounded and to 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 find out the ways that feel natural to each and every one of us um to achieve that i know that i have a lot of help from a lot of different things i have a giant forest that helps me every day i have certain things that i eat plants that i ingest friends that i have family and uh, and probably a lot of things that I don't even understand, um, but it all helps. then um, being a sensitive, open person that faces their feelings is such a beautiful thing, and um, holding ourselves together so that we can take that out into the world is a challenge, and uh, it's a challenge worth undertaking because every compassionate, empathetic, sensitive person has a lot to bring to the world in my estimation anyhow that's all i wanted to share today if you enjoyed it let me know you can leave a comment you can like this you can subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and if you're interested in checking out my books um i've got a book called how to open the heart that kind of chronicles some of the stuff i was talking about today and i've got a new book called 10 lessons in love both of the books are autobiographical stories about love and loss and the juiciness of relationships and finding our personal power in the reality of daily life. If you're interested in checking them out, you will find links in the show notes or in the description below. And you can listen to samples of the audiobook narrated by me. You can read samples of the paperback or ebook. And yeah, give it a look if you're interested. Thank you everybody for joining me. And until next time, take care of yourselves.